What's up, everybody, and welcome to the first full podcast of ADHD Unplugged, A Day in the Life. Today, we're going to talk about my life and some of the struggles that I've dealt with with ADHD, along with some of the stigmas that come with it and how other people perceive us to be who struggle with ADHD. Sometimes it's not always the easiest, and it really never is the easiest, and people who don't understand us... People who don't understand ADHD, they really just think that we have a problem and we can't and we can't focus on anything that we don't have a care in the world. We don't want to take the time to focus and we don't want to take the time to put in the effort when really that is not true. Most of the time we're struggling to put in that effort. So let's just jump right into today's episode. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you again for listening and supporting And here we go. So again, my name is Chaz Cecil. I was diagnosed with ADHD when I was 12 years old. Obviously, my parents thought I had a issue with focusing, paying attention, being distracted, not being able to retain any information. You know, the the typical 12-year-old, you must have a learning disorder type thing. After being diagnosed with ADHD, I was put on Adderall. Um, again, at only 12 years old, Adderall, I definitely noticed a huge difference. I was definitely able to focus more, but created a very blah person. I remember before I was on Adderall, always being very upbeat, a class clown, loved to make people to laugh, and just all around uh, a very a very social person. I remember after a couple years of taking Adderall and deciding to stop taking it before I went into high school is when I really noticed that it had done a number on me, almost like it had rewired my thought process in my brain and not rewiring it to where I was more focused and more detailed, nothing like that. I instantly went back to having the nonstop thoughts, the inability to focus, retain information, all that came back, but what never came back was my social personality. From that, I almost became somewhat of an introvert in a way, unless I was a really good friend with you and I was able to open up. But otherwise, I became a very closed off person, a very big analyzer of things and a definite overthinker. So after a couple years of high school and not taking any medicine and noticing my grades not being good, my parents were always a big stickler on my grades and I'd get grounded for it. So I decided to go ahead and start taking Adderall again, see what it would do now that I was older, I was a little bit more mature, had a little bit more mental thought process and and maybe I could handle it. So after going to the doctor and getting the prescription, I, I'd i say I probably stayed on Adderall for six months before I realized, fuck that. This, this isn't going to, this isn't going to do it. I'm in high school now. I'm not going to be that blah person. I want to have fun. I want to be myself. No matter if it comes with the cost of having bad grades. School was never a big deal to me. I never believed half the half the bullshit that was taught in school, not that it wasn't true, it's just that it's just that our school system is very outdated. That's a whole that's a whole another story. So being able not to focus and not being 
and not wanting to be at school was a definite not care in the world to to go to school, to go to class, to to do anything. The only real thing I focused on through my high school years was surfing, film, and photography. And that's when I really noticed and learned about hyper-focus with ADHD and how when you get into something and you really, really enjoy it and you like it and you want to do it, the passion for it just becomes absolutely so intense. It becomes something you think about at all times of the day. You can't sleep at night. It's it. It really just takes over. It's it's what you want to do, and it allows people with ADHD who enjoy what they do to do things very quickly. I know I I'm I'm a handyman by trade. I've remodeled homes, built apartments. The marine construction. I've I've done a little bit of everything in the construction world, and I could do most things in eight hours that other people will take twenty to thirty hours to do, and that's because I'm able to hyper focus on one task that I'm interested in at that point in time. Now, if I wake up that morning and I have a job and I'm not interested in that job that day, then I already know that. It, it might take me a minute that day and and I really need to try and focus just to get through it, just to get it done and move on. After high school, I did a lot of traveling, job searching, just kind of going from here and there. A lot of people with ADHD, we suffer from impulsivity and at that time... I just kind of followed my impulses, followed what my heart told me to do, no matter if that was in a good direction or a bad direction. When you're young in your 20s, you always seem to think that the grass is greener on the other side, and and most of the time, that's that's the direction you take, even though you, you learn the hard way. But every time you learn the hard way, you learn something new about yourself. It wasn't really till my mid-twenties of my quote-unquote soul-searching that I realized some depression that had started to develop. And, and at the start of this depression, I really didn't know how to understand it. I didn't know how to comprehend it. I had never dealt with depression before. Yes, I had felt down sometimes and maybe not in the loop or had FOMO over certain things, but never really felt depression where you're just down on yourself. You don't you don't believe in yourself. You don't think you are capable of 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 you don't think you're capable of living. It's just a constant struggle of fighting the thoughts in your head the thoughts that tell you you're not good enough and after a while of this it it really weighs on you and it's really really hard to dig yourself up out of that hole it it's very very easy to just keep digging it's it's the easiest thing to just dig that hole deeper and deeper but it takes confidence and strength to really dig yourself up out of the hole. After about a year of living with this depression that just kept getting deeper and deeper and 
thoughts just running out of control and even having some suicidal thoughts in there really scared me and maybe and made me think that I ne- I needed to make a life change. I needed to change up what I was doing at that point in time. I needed to move away. Again, I wasn't I wasn't in any situation that was putting me in a bad spot. I was where I wanted to be living at the beach, surfing, from then till now dealing with depression. I've always had everything I've ever needed. There I've I've never been someone that is on the struggle path, fortunately, at least for me. Broke to me isn't broke. A dollar in my bank account isn't broke. So that's just one of the perspectives I have on life that money isn't everything to me. I've never based my life on money. So after making that life change and moving back in with some friends, so I had some people in my life, meeting a woman that meant a lot to me, definitely gave me a different perspective on life for many years after that. I didn't I didn't really feel depression. Again, the, the ADHD is always something that's there. It never goes away. It's always hard to focus. It's always hard to stay on task. Having a job for more than a year with ADHD is is a miracle because you you just get so bored so easily, and then you're you're just ready to move on to the next thing. It's really hard to explain to most people who who don't have ADHD because they're like, well, what what, what do you mean that that that's what you said your career was, and and to you you're like well i i got bored of it so it must not have been what i really wanted to do in life it must have not really have been my purpose in life if i got bored then i got bored i'm i'm ready to learn i'm ready to move on to something new so it really went on for about 4 years where i really didn't didn't struggle with much depression again the adhd was always there in but through all this time, there, there was something else that always held me back from things. There was just something that was there that I didn't realize yet. You know, and, and for people who, who get diagnosed with ADHD at a young age, they, they don't understand it. It wasn't till my late 20s, very early 30s that I really started to understand ADHD and the effects that it had on me as a person and on the way I lived my life up to that point. And in reality, it was a good thing because when you look back and you think, oh man, I did all these things so wrong. I I, I should have done this. I should have done that. Why didn't I do this? And, and really... It's not it's not that you have something to blame it on. It's just you realize that I'm wired differently than other people. I don't think the same way. I might not have the same thoughts. I know a lot of us look at the world totally different than most people. And it really wasn't till about a year ago that I realized that I had severe anxiety. And not just then... But through my entire life, it was the one thing that I never realized I had. I never understood anxiety. Yes, I had had panic attacks before and 
heavy chested, hard of breathing a lot of times, definitely in social situations and when I just was scared to do something and 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 not the adrenaline form, but you know, when you have to be somewhere on time and your brain just automatically goes blank and you can't think of anything that, that, that's what my anxiety was like. It wasn't so much as I would have a panic attack and I couldn't breathe. It was more of just my, my brain would go blank. I would start to lose things. I couldn't focus. And I really didn't understand what was happening when, when that was going on. I, I remember just being like, why am I like this? Why, why do I get like that? Why do I get so fidgety? And so I, I can't stop moving. I'm constantly thinking about this or that or this or that and realizing it was anxiety the whole time and that I've could have helped myself from the beginning was a real eye opener. But again, it, ta it takes time to learn yourself. I've always felt like I was somebody who was very in tune with myself and knew what was going on, but I also never believed that I could suffer from ADHD or depression and anxiety. It was just, um, I, that, that's, that's just bullshit. But as you get older and you realize you still do the same things that you did, you still have maybe the some the same I don't want to say bad habits but something around those lines. You do realize that okay, maybe maybe I really do have ADHD and I have depression and anxiety linked from that ADHD because I can't focus and I can't pay attention to certain things and my attention span only lasts for about 2 minutes. I mean, I know I know I'll go to the store and the wife will tell me to get milk and I'll tell her to text it to me because by the time I get in the car and get to the store, which is less than a mile down the road, I've already had 50, 60, 1,000 other thoughts go through my head and I will not remember that milk unless she knows to text it to me in the next 10 minutes when I'm in the store. And that's how bad it is sometimes for us. I really learned a lot of about this anxiety when I went through another six to ten month depressive episode where again I was just really down on myself I didn't want to do anything we we're going through a lot in life with kids and relationship and not to say that it had to do with my depression it just it always comes and goes and I spent a lot of time reading books on how to reflect on yourself and how to learn things about yourself and and I and I I did learn that I learned that I suffered from anxiety and it has affected me for most of my life but from that depression I learned about my anxiety through depression and now that I am slowly digging myself out of that depression I am learning that I have to also relieve myself of that anxiety that I have. A lot of the times when the anxiety just goes too long, it builds depression because you you just can't handle it anymore. You just you need to shut down. You need to take a rest. I don't know if any of you have heard this from Jim Carrey, but he says when you're depressed, that means you need deep rest. You need deep rest to regain yourself. 
to realign your thoughts, your body, your emotions. And when you're able to do that, and and it's very hard when you have a when you have a busy life, when you're dealing with work and all and all those kinds of things. But when you're able to get that deep rest and try and clear your thoughts or focus on yourself or something you really want to, it really, really will help you. I've always considered myself somewhat of an oxymoron. I'm a I'm a perfectionist with ADHD, which in my mind can't can't happen. You can't focus long enough to get something done so perfect that you want done. And I think that stems a lot from my very early childhood. My parents were I don't I wouldn't say strict or crazy hard on me, but it was it was their way or no way. And and with ADHD you learn there's a million ways to do anything. For my parents, it was their plan, and if I didn't take that plan, then I wasn't doing it right. It, it, w- it was wrong. Even to this day, now that I have a family and three kids, I have a great job that I work for myself, I still feel like I am not successful enough, that I haven't lived up to that expectation of me. So that always created a lot of internal pressure for myself. Someone, I always felt like I needed to be somebody. I needed to be somebody great. I had to work all the time. I needed to go to school. All these things that I never, ever did. But while I wasn't doing them, it was always in the back of my head that I was doing it, that I was living life wrong. It really just comes down to realizing that you are different. You're, you're just different than everybody else. And, and yes, everybody's different. Nobody is the same at all. And when your brain is just wired differently than other people, we just think in other ways. We have our own ways to do things. So I really hope you all enjoyed tonight's episode, learning about me and ADHD. Obviously, there's a lot more that I have to tell you, but I want to be able to align that with the informational episodes that are going to come out too. Next week, we're going to talk about the basics of ADHD. We're going to go through some topics on, on what it is, what it means, and how it affects people. I hope today's takeaway is that you just realize you're not the only one who's struggling. Whether it's with ADHD, depression, anxiety, or any type of mental health. You are not alone in this fight. There's always somebody there to help you. There's always somebody there to talk to. Again, I want to thank you all for tuning in to ADHD Unplugged, A Day in the Life. I'll see you next week where we're going to talk about the basics of ADHD. And thank you. Peace. One love.